Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians 15 starts with the gospel, which is inextricably connected to the resurrection found in verses 1 through 4. This was the gospel, which was preached immediately upon the arrival of the Holy Spirit, as described in Acts chapter 2. It had never changed. It is exactly the same today as when it was preached by Peter, James, John, Philip, Stephen, and Paul. An essential part of the gospel is the certainty of the resurrection, which is emphasized in this week's passage found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 29 through 49. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he teaches today's slice of this week's message entitled, How Are the Dead Raised? Verses 40 and 41. There are also heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is one and the glory of the earthly is another. There's one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for star differs from star in glory. By the way, that's one of those little Bible phrases that you can slide right over and you, you can see the meaning in the, in the context here. But until powerful telescopes, we didn't know how literally true that is. That stars differ from stars. Different sizes, different colors, different masses, different, different compositions. The Bible really does know what it's talking about. But do you see the theme here? Don't get hung up in the trying to press the details. Catch the idea that he's saying there are different kinds of existence. And there's earthly existence and there's heavenly existence. And the difference between your body now and your body after resurrection is profound. Keep reading. 42 to 44. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown a perishable body. It is raised an imperishable body. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It's sown in weakness. It's raised in power. It's sown a natural body. It's raised a spiritual body. If there's a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Your resurrection body will be very different from this one that you've been trying to keep patched together all these years. It'll be transformed from perishable to imperishable. I don't think we're even going to celebrate birthdays after the resurrection. It is transformed from dishonor to glory. It's transformed from weakness to power. It's transformed from natural to spiritual. That is a profound change. What he's trying to say is, guys, God has this taken care of. And it's guaranteed. And it's promised. And some of you even saw Jesus after he was raised. And that ought to give you a pretty good hint. 
It was about a year uh, after Paul wrote this letter to the believers in Corinth, he um, mentioned the same thing in a different context. There he calls it being set free from the body of this death. Remember he talks about the, the battle that you have with sin that lives within you? the flesh versus the spirit and all of that, and he gets to the end of it in chapter 7 of Romans, verses 24 to the beginning of 25. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So verse 45 of 1 Corinthians 15, another one of those very important verses to remember. So also it is written, the first man Adam became a living soul. That was when God took the dirt, and breathe life into it. The first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. I alluded to this in our previous study here in 1 Corinthians 15. God gave physical life to Adam. He was the head of the human race. By his sin, therefore we, his progeny, were all plunged into sin. Christ, the last Adam the last one who did something on behalf of a whole bunch of people, he gives spiritual life to all who will receive the free gift of eternal life. Jesus said it this way in John 5, 21, For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son also gives life to whom he wishes. Back to 1 Corinthians 46 to 49. He says this, However, The spiritual is not first, but the natural, then the spiritual. The first man is from the earth, earthy. The second man is from heaven. As is the earthy, so also are those who are earthy. And as is the heavenly, so also are those who are heavenly. Just as we have borne the image of the earthy, we will also bear the image of the heavenly. Now, I've, I've kind of zipped through this passage to not get bogged in the details so that you'll see the big picture. Earth and heaven, spiritual, physical. The body you now have is like the earth. I love that. You want to give somebody a, an insult? You're earthy. Uh, you're, you're still an Adam. That's not a good thing to be. Uh, you're corrupt. You're under the curse. You're decaying. But your resurrection body will be suited for heaven, and hence it's heavenly. It'll be glorious, beautiful, suited for life in the presence of God. Everything bad about your physical existence, now it's going to all get fixed, replaced, if you will. Now, those who do not receive the free gift of eternal life, they're also going to be raised, right? John 5. They will also receive a permanent body, just as yours will be suited for eternal dwelling in the presence of God. Theirs will be suited to endure torment day and night forever and ever. Serious stuff. But that's what the gospel is all about. It's the good news, which is the answer to the bad news of your sin and its consequences. Now, you know, we do get a few little glimpses of what our resurrection bodies will be like from the times that we have a record of when Jesus appeared before he rose. 
I mean, sorry, before he ascended, after he rose from the dead and before he ascended to the Father. What do we know about it? Well, we know that it really was a body. It was a physical body. Remember when Thomas didn't see him the first time, and then he showed up again, and Thomas was there, and he said, Hey, Thomas, you wanted to see the nail prints in my hands? Come look, buddy. They're right here. You could touch him. He was, it was a real body. We also know he ate and drank. Well, that's kind of a nice touch. Um, he, he cooked fish for the, for the guys. That's an interesting thing. He was recognizable. They knew it was Jesus. You know, you're not, we're not going to all look like some amorphous blob wearing a name tag. You're going to be recognizable who you are, but in a glorified kind of way. And here's the really cool one. He can move instantly from place to place. Like Sunday night after he rose, he showed up in a locked room. That's pretty cool. Walking along with the disciples on the road to Emmaus, and then when they figured out who he was, gone. That's pretty cool. How's that going to work? Well, I don't know. I can't tell you how that is. You know, I, I, I don't know if he'll carry a, a tricorder. I don't know if he's going to have a little transponder thing on his chest. No, that's just science fiction. But I also know that when we read about the new heaven and the new earth, the laws of physics can't be the same there that they are here. It's going to be exactly what God wants it to be. This silly idea of disembodied spirits floating around on clouds and playing harps, that's demeaning, demeaning to the actual glory and power of a resurrected body. Listen, there's one message in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're still going to hear it again in different words when we finish up the chapter on our next visit. But the message of this chapter is there's good news. Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Same word for there as is for in the baptism for the dead. He died in your place. That's the good news that is the answer to the bad news that you're dead in your sin. So, 1 Corinthians keeps asking it this way. Are you in Christ or are you in Adam? I mean, we all look pretty earthy now, right? We're all in various stages of decay and corruption. But if you're in Christ, in your spirit, if you are alive in Christ, if you stand in Him, if you stand in His grace, you're going to get a promotion. Are you in Christ or are you in Adam? Let's pray. Our Father, how we thank you for giving us all of this information, but above all, thank you for the good news. Thank you for Christ, that he died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised again the third day according to the Scriptures. Oh, Father, please don't let anyone within the sound of my voice this morning go away still merely earthy. May we walk in the newness of life, which we know is the free gift of eternal life, which is in Christ Jesus. We know you have a plan for us, and we know that you will fulfill your every promise, including the resurrection from the dead. And we pray in 
Jesus' name, amen. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.